Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Mo here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by a returning guest, Rochelle Martin, Managing Director of the Window Fund. Rochelle, thanks so much for coming back on the show. Yeah, I'm excited to be back. Great. So I'm really interested in hearing about the Window Fund's first investment here. But first, I'd just like to catch up a little bit. So last time we spoke on the podcast was in December 2019. And I'd encourage our listeners to go back and check out that episode if they haven't heard it yet. But I want to start with, you know, just asking, what's your journey been like leading the fund since then over, you know, last year probably posed a lot of interesting challenges. Uh, Around the time that we spoke, the fund had just started picking up some really good momentum and I was excited. I was looking forward to holding a final close and wrapping up all of our fundraising efforts and then, you know, COVID. So 2020 was a pretty uncertain time, especially through early spring, early summer. But what I found is that everyone adapted really quickly. And so by the time of about fall, I want to say it was September 1st, 2020, when we held our commencement close. So I was able to connect with a lot of uh, new investors virtually, and people had developed this level of comfort of not being able to meet in person, which I think originally made a lot of investors hesitant. But we held our commencement close at $6 million in September of 2020, and then very quickly reached our final close. So it took about two years to raise that $6 million, and it took about four months to raise another just over $4 million. So it was a pretty exciting time last year, all things considered. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's great to hear. And um, I guess as you've come to the sort of end of that fundraising part of your journey and then focusing now more on actually investing in companies. I'm really interested in in this first investment that you guys have made and kind of what went into that decision to select this business in particular. I had been evaluating deal flow throughout the entire time that I was fundraising. So I had a number of different companies that were on my radar and this one presented a great opportunity. Copoint came to us with an experienced team Um, You know, their CEO had a previous exit under his belt already, had very in-depth knowledge of the industry that they're operating in, and had uh, some good connections in the industry as well. And what they brought to us was this really early stage idea that needed a little bit more funding to get through some proof of concept work and to get through the actual implementation, which is right in our wheelhouse. These are the types of companies that we get really excited about where we can have a kind of a significant early impact and get them to reach some of those first milestones that really help companies grow to the level of interest of other investors. And so when they came to us with this well thought out business plan experience team, um, when I put them in front of my investment committee, it it was a pretty easy decision for the committee to to want to move forward with that investment. That's great to hear. Can you tell me about this company? Maybe um, what's their business model and, and what are they all about? It's a company that creates a system for casinos to attract and retain customers. So what they do is tap into some data that casinos regularly collect 
and then they gamify it as a way for customers to interact with casinos when they're not physically in the casino. But then it also provides them with some insights into what is happening specifically with slot machines on the casino floor. I like to joke, my parents got married in Las Vegas. And so, you know, I say that, that this is this is always coming, right? So the, the casino industry is, is somehow very closely related to my family. Um, and so it was exciting. I, I thought that it was something that was kind of COVID conscious because casinos were struggling to retain that connection with their customers. And so this is something that can happen when they're not physically there. Uh, and Grant Stoussel, the CEO, had previously worked on a company that specifically did collect that data. So this was kind of the next step for something that he had worked on before. Um, one of the probably most uh, influential aspects of what he's been working on is the fact that he already has an industry partner on board. They haven't gone public yet, so I can't share the name of that, but there is a Wisconsin-based casino that is going to be the site where the, this eventually launches. Going forward, so this marks the first investment of the, of the Winnow Fund. Looking ahead, can you talk about your investment strategy, broadly speaking? Like, What sorts of companies um, will you be looking to invest in after this? Obviously, Wisconsin-based. So first and foremost, you know, we invest in Wisconsin. What I right. like is to see all of these early stage Wisconsin companies. We have a pretty narrow focus when it comes to kind of the breadth of, of companies that exist in the region. And so we make these smaller investments at a point in time where we think that we can be most helpful. So our one of our verticals, we have kind of two different verticals that we work with. One is this, what we can consider kind of a traditional seed investment where it might be $250,000 to $500,000 check in a company that might be valued at, you know, at or just north of a million dollars. So this company usually has a team in place. They might have a product or, you know, at least, um, you know, some significant movement towards having a working product. And they just need a little bit extra money to get them to that space where they could be commercially viable. Uh, that's where this one falls into place. Now, another one that I think some people are familiar with is our interest in these very early stage uh, companies that might just need some proof of concept work. So at that point in time, we might support them with smaller amounts of funding, somewhere in the range of 50 to $100,000. That might be a point in time where they have a really good idea, but they need to prove it out before we know if it's going to be worth um, a larger, more significant investment. And those are the ones that we're focusing on spinning out from universities, because as my background uh, of spending a lot of time at UW-Madison negotiating research contracts and supporting the commercialization of university technologies, that's an area that's of very personal interest to me. You've been listening to WIS Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.